0: You are listening to The Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 158. I cannot stress enough that when we are in a place of doing the ask, we want to be calm, non-apologetic, and confident about what we're offering. The truth is, if we don't ask, we're not likely to build the business that we're looking to build. Potential clients are unlikely to approach you if they don't know what you offer, what results they can expect when they work with you, how partnering with you will bring changes into their lives. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources, whatever your focus or niche. Take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hey, star coaches, welcome to the Star Coach Show. I'm your host, Meg Rinchler, and today's show is the scary ask and tips for overcoming the fright. Okay, so perhaps I was a bit tongue-in-cheek when I titled the show, but this is our Halloween episode. So I wanted to play on the theme. And the truth is, for some of us, the ask can be really uncomfortable. What is the ask? The ask is asking for business, asking a client, if they'd like to partner with us through the coaching process. And sometimes it can be so uncomfortable that it stops us in our tracks and keeps us from building the businesses that we truly desire. So today, we're gonna look at the different pieces of the ask and ways that we can get around those and actually believe in the service that we're offering and the transformation that we help our clients get to. So I want to hang with the Halloween theme for just a minute. I wonder how many of you go to haunted houses. They are plenty to find this time of the year and they're designed to frighten us, right? They're filled with scary things to see and experience and Noises that unnerve us, things that go bump in the dark or jump out to scare us. Whatever that experience is like, it is built around creating the experience of fear. However, if we look deeper and go underneath the stage that's been set, We see that the experience has been created with costumes and makeup and props and sounds and lights or lack thereof, and many different things create that terrifying experience. But when we see what it really is, it's really not so scary after all. In my experience, we do the same thing to ourselves we set the stage for a scary experience, magnifying the negatives of possible rejection, imagining endless objections regarding our price or our services. Or maybe we become paralyzed by the lack of experience that we have or the confidence that we have in our skills to even approach potential clients. So my intention today is for us to clear the fog and the what-if images that we hold in our heads of rejection and embarrassment and compare them against the value that we offer and the differences that we can make in our clients' lives. It's about realizing that it's all in our mindset and that we have control over the way that we think about our outcomes the way that we can tap into that which is deeper and become clear and confident about the services that we provide. So as we explore the different pieces of the ask, the first thing that comes to mind for me is offering an exploratory call for potential clients that helps them explore what coaching is all about. The obstacles that I find that people bump into with this is that they feel pushy or salesy or presumptive that why would somebody want to talk to me? And there's always, anytime we have an ask, that fear of potential rejection. So let's shift our focus just a little bit and look at how can we overcome those obstacles that might get in our way. First of all, I encourage all of you to get really clear about the purpose for your coaching. When you see a potential client who might benefit from coaching and wonder, gosh, might we be a good fit for one another? I would ask you, how are you setting the stage for that potential client? How are you setting up what?" this exploratory session might be all about. For some of us, we set it up as a chemistry session. Let's explore whether we're going to be a good fit for one another, because I may or may not be the perfect coach for you, and you may or may not be the perfect client for me. So we set it up to be a two-way street. It is exploring with one another. Do we have a good working chemistry with each other? Sometimes an exploratory session is set up as an opportunity for someone to experience what coaching is like. Hey, let's do an exploratory call and you can experience a little bit about what coaching is all about and see if this is something that interests you. Maybe you set it up as an opportunity to get help them get clarity around their goals and what's working for them and what isn't working for them and where those gaps might be. In creating clarity for the potential client about what they can expect in a exploratory call is going to help reduce their anxiety about what the call is going to be like and helps you set it up to be a great experience for them. Now I do recommend that you let your clients know, if I feel like we're gonna be a good fit, I will ask you if you wanna be my client, but there's no obligation to that. This is an exploratory call to see if our chemistry matches, to see for you to experience what coaching is all about to explore where your goals are in your life. You set it up so that you reduce anxiety on both sides of the equation. Now, there's some ways that you can experiment with exploratory calls. In episode, our very first episode, episode one, Cynthia Lloyd-Darst talked about offering sample sessions to people in her life that she knew she was never gonna ask to be their client for them to be her client because they were too close to her. But she got to experiment with sample sessions by giving some sample coaching to people who were in her life. And then they became ambassadors for her by saying, oh my gosh, I did coaching with Cynthia. This was my experience. I strongly recommend that you consider coaching. So by providing these sample coaching sessions to people in her life, they then became her ambassadors about coaching. And and it gave her the opportunity to get some of those sample sessions down and comfortable with people that she was comfortable with. Another way to explore with getting sample sessions is if you're speaking somewhere, maybe you're doing a lunch and learn, maybe you're doing a Lions Club meeting, or a Chamber of Commerce meeting somewhere. Many times we do that at no cost as a way to give value to our community. And we share a piece of knowledge or expertise that we might even employ with our clients. Let's say you have a five-step process for doing something. And you share step number one in your talk with the Chamber of Commerce or some community group. And then you get the organizer's permission to offer an exploratory session as well. And in that exploratory session, from the stage, you explain, if you'd like to do an exploratory session with me, we might dive into the application of what we talked about today. And when I work with my clients, I actually work them through a five-step process. And we can explore that some more in this exploratory session or just help you apply what we talked about today through an, a complimentary session. It's getting the people Past just being a listener in your audience to being engaged in a conversation with you. Same thing with networking. You can offer exploratory calls through networking, but you want to help people understand what it is that the exploratory call is all about so that they don't have any anxiety about that. And from your end as well, that's going to reduce the scary ask on your end. Now, let's say we get that exploratory call. We're alt- and we believe that we are a good fit with this client. Now, let me make a quick segue here. Exploratory calls are not the only place that we ask for business, and the principles that I'm going to share, you can use wherever it is that you're asking for business, but Carrying through with the theme that we've got going here, let's go from the exploratory call into believing that we're a good match with this client. So we want to ask them for their business. Now, asking a client to become a client can throw a block up for some of us. It might make us feel tongue tied or uncertain. Maybe we stammer and we don't come across as confidently as we would like to. And certainly by not coming across confidently, we're not giving the impression that we want to. So a confident impression is the impression we want to give our client. The truth is just as with our coaching, if our ask, if during the ask, it becomes all about us then the process is broken. Just as with coaching, if it's all about us as the coach, the process is broken. So when we are able to keep our ask about the client instead about us and our fears, we are far more likely to be successful. Every time I talk to a potential client, I start with the focus All on that person. I want to understand what their needs are, what their wants are, what is working well for them, where they're hitting their barriers, what are the things that they value, and ultimately, what kinds of results do they want to get through a coaching process. My offer then becomes about the transformation that I offer through my work with my clients. And how I can help them see the possibility of that transformation in their life. Now, one quick segue here. If I'm talking to somebody and the transformation that they want or what they are looking for is not a match to the coaching that I do, then the other somewhat scary but necessary thing to do is to say no to that client. Remember, a chemistry call or an exploratory call is seeing is it a match both ways. And if in fact I talk with a client or a potential client and their needs are not something that I feel are a fit with what I do, then it's my obligation to connect that potential client with someone else or Certainly to let them know that I don't think that I'm the best fit for them. And I feel and consistently do connect that potential client with some other coaches to interview. So when we are solidly in that ask, and in this situation, we're in the ask with somebody that we believe, we truly believe that we are a good fit with, then it's about helping the client see what working together could bring for them. I was working with a talented coach the other day, and she was telling me, Meg, I know that I the block that I have in building my business is that I hate the ask. I get tongue-tied, I stop, the block goes up for me. And she knew that it was a mindset issue for her. Yet, every time she came to a place of offering her coaching to someone, she felt that sense of discomfort and embarrassment and that fear of potential rejection. So I asked her, you want to serve people so badly. You said that serving is so important to you. What is the value that you bring through your coaching? She said, Meg, I inspire my clients to be their best selves and to see the light within themselves, a side that they may never see. And I thought, wow, that's beautiful. And I thought, who wouldn't want some of that, right? So I asked her, how many people do you think need to be able to tap into their light and to be able to see that side of themselves that they won't have the opportunity to do because they won't have the opportunity to partner with you as you're hiding your talent behind the fear. So what I say to all of you is what will getting super clear about the purpose and the value of your coaching do for your fear In the ask, how clear are you about the results that you bring to your clients? And what can that clarity do to shift the mindset from focusing on rejection to focusing on the transformation that you bring to your clients? Now, another key element to this whole process that might feel a little counterintuitive is that we have to get unattached, totally unattached to the outcome. Now, I realize that this can be difficult. We're in a place of trying to build a business. We might be with a client that we truly believe that we could knock it out of the park with them, help them just meet their goals and get to where they want to be, move their barriers out of the way. And we really want to work with this client. We have to somehow let go of the attachment to the outcome and truly believe that we'll put our offer out there and we'll explore with the client what they want to do. But that if we are super attached to them becoming our client, then we're pulling too hard. We are even potentially becoming desperate, and none of those things attract people. We want to be able to truly believe that our clients are whole, resourceful, and creative and that they'll make the best decision for themselves and that you wish them the best, whether they choose to work with you or choose to go somewhere else. That's a hard one, but truly becoming unattached to the decision that the client makes is key in the way that you show up in the ask. So now we're to the place where you've told your client you would like to work with them and you've offered the transformation that you believe your work with them will offer and now they want to know about pricing. Do you freeze when you think about stating your fees? I'm going to offer you some tips to get over that hump as well. First of all, I would encourage you to have your packages prepared in advance to know your packages. And you might note that I keep saying packages because I believe that packages are the way to go versus dollars for hours. There are many things that you can create within a package that brings that extra value to the client. For example, your packages may include assessments. Now, you might be in the place of saying, Meg, I'm new at this. I don't have assessments that I'm certified in yet. And that's okay. What is available for free online that you can become very well versed in? For example, the VIA Character Strength Assessment, and that's VIA Character Strength Assessment, is a Free, research based strengths assessment tool. And just because it's free does not mean that it's not robust. It is very robust, and there are books written about it. If you take it upon yourself to become educated in what that assessment offers. The value is in the debrief. You might say, well, Meg, what value is it in offering a client a free assessment? The value is that you connect them with the resource You get their results and you debrief with them. You do a deep dive into the results. Now, Via Character Strengths is just one example of different tools that are online, that are free, that you could become very well-versed in how you debrief your client around that and you build that into your packages. If you're working with somebody in an organization, you can provide 360 interviews with key stakeholders without being certified in any assessment. And there are books to help you do a really solid debrief of that as well. As a matter of fact, we had Kelly Ross on just a few weeks ago, talking about her Fearless Feedback book with her and her co-authors. And it was a wonderful example of how you can become very well-versed at offering a service, even without certification, that you can provide incredible value to your clients. So build in assessments. As you become more well-versed in coaching, you might become certified in different assessments and you can roll those into your packages. Another thing you can put in your packages is your accessibility. How accessible are you going to be to your clients? Are you available for touch bases between sessions as needed? Are you available for phone calls or emails? Those are things that you can build into your packages. What kinds of resources do you want to add to your packages that make them that much more robust? And when you're sharing with a client, these are my packages. It is more than just dollars for hours. Now, one of the things that I'm going to encourage you to do is build out those packages until you feel really good about them so that when you're in that moment of asking for the business, you're able to Confidently and clearly and non-apologetically say, these are my packages for services. You may have a range of packages, a low end, a mid range, a mid, you know, mid range and a high end. Remember the results that working with you bring and build that into that discussion around what you offer in your packages, the results that you bring. And you might explore with your clients what is going to, when you are able to have the results that you explored with them through their needs assessment, through when you're able to have met the goals that you are wanting to meet, that we can work together to help you meet, what is that result worth to you? What is the cost of not taking action? What would it be like to partner together toward that success? So those are different things that you can think about in your exploration of the package that the client might want to engage in. I cannot stress enough that when we are in a place of doing the ask, we want to be calm, non-apologetic, and confident about what we're offering. The truth is, if we don't ask, we're not likely to build the business that we're looking to build. Potential clients are unlikely to approach you if they don't know what you offer, what results they can expect when they work with you, how partnering with you will bring changes into their lives. It's all in our mindset, which is under our control. So I'm going to encourage you to look behind the scary picture that maybe you've painted and paint a new picture for yourself. Consider what would a better picture look like that will allow you to connect with the people who need what you have to offer because they're out there waiting for you and they're not going to know it's you that they're waiting for Until you let them know that you're there, this is what I have to offer, and I'm dying to work with you. So, there you have the whole talk about how we can get past the scariness of the ask and overcome our fright so that we can build the businesses that we want to build, help the clients that we want to help, and serve our population. I hope you enjoyed our exploration about getting over the scary ask. Be sure to come back next week where we are visiting with executive coach Nina Newberry over what she's learned about the blocks of getting middle management leaders into the coaching that they need to and the app that she's developed to meet that need. It's a super creative show. I'm so impressed with what Nina's put together and excited to share this with you. So come back next week. And until next week, this is Meg Ranchler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Happy Halloween and have a great week.